welcome all soldiers to the Fantasy Football War Council's podcast. Here are your co-hosts, Jonathan Arneson and Daniel Gutierrez. Hello and welcome to another meeting of the Fantasy Football War Council. I'm Jonathan, and always I'm joined with Daniel. Mr. 5-0, what a win streak. Woo-hoo! I've got to stop dotting my team now. We're on a roll. Thank you, Tampa. Yeah, yeah definitely a Tampa. Definitely a Tampa <laughs> team. All right. Well, but first, uh, let's see. Today, Today's episode, we're going to go over the Week 7 battles and those medals and accommodations, and then uh, we'll do our pick'ems. But first, the news. Chris Godwin underwent surgery today on a broken finger he suffered in Sunday's game versus the Raiders. Not a good thing for Chris Godwin, but... One of the reasons why Tampa Bay has signed Antonio Brown to the Buccaneers for a one-year contract laden with incentives, and uh, I just hope he's not a locker room problem. Yeah, I agree. I really hope he's not a plague in a locker room, but just the talent on the field that Tom Brady wanted to bring in. So That's right. Des Bryant signs to the Ravens practice squad. Is this his last chance to play for a team? We shall see. And uh, the, the the Cowboys are shipping out the rest of their season. Uh, they are trading Everson Griffin, who they just signed on the offseason, to the Lions for a few draft picks. At this time, it wasn't really disclosed that what the picks were, but I think they're just punting for the rest of the year, especially since they don't even have their first two quarterbacks and half their offensive line. Well, Andy Dalton's doing great for them. so <laughs> That's right. Um, Justin Herbert, along with several other Chargers players, have been evacuated from their homes due to the wildfires happening in Irvine, California. So they're going to be uncomfortable for the next few weeks and, you know, hoping their homes don't burn down. So we'll see how that affects the Chargers and their plans this season. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't affect Justin Herbert. He's been playing amazing this season. So I want to see him keep it up. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. It's He's fun to watch. And now it's time to get moving into our week seven battles. Our first battle was a brutal battle. Lincoln's Renegades sent in the militia and surprise attack Uterus S. Grant. Jared beats Chass 205.10 to 151.65, a victory of 53.45 points. Jared really came away with a huge win here and a statement to the league. Don't underestimate me. Congratulations, Jared. Well done here. Now this was this was a good win. He he had a really good waiver pickup with Joe Burrow, put up forty two points for him. Jamal Williams was also another waiver pickup for him, put up twenty three. So he had a really good week on the waivers, but Chase Claypool, negative point seven. <laughs> You know, Deontay Johnson's really the go-to receiver when he's healthy there in Pittsburgh, and he just hasn't been healthy this season. So Claypool went back to being down in the depth chart when he came back. And yeah, great waiver pickups for, for Jared. Big win. I think uh, Chas's team disappointed a little bit, but uh, yeah, that was a brutal one. Yeah, I heard some of her players just didn't show up. I definitely had this pegged as a much closer battle. Agreed. Yeah. Totally agreed. Uh, in our next battle, three sheets were really in the win versus SC Slave Runners. SC Slave Runners breaks their four-game losing streak, putting up the third highest total of the week with 226.70 points and crushing three sheets to the wins. 
143.9 points for a margin of victory of 82.8. Congratulations, John. What a great win for you. Yes, thank you. I really needed something. Uh, four games. I, could, I I did not want to see a five-game losing streak. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this was definitely a close win. Uh, I was happy to see Kyler Murray have another another big game and throw some touchdowns. This time, I didn't mind them going to Christian Kirk. <laughs> That's right. Just some Murray points, 48.5. That works well. Kansas City defense, they led your team 52 or 54.2 points. That's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. And you did tell me to sit Jacobs, and I should have six points, but I really didn't have – I didn't want to play anything else, and I wasn't ready to play McKinnon, and thankfully I didn't because McKinnon didn't even play. Yeah, so. That's right. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Our next battle is definitely our battle of the week. Boston Teabaggers fires him cannons and takes his fifth victory in a row against the dominant group of soldiers in the Union ambush. Daniel plants the flag. 9.45 victory. Our closest victory of the week. And Jose takes away the Purple Heart medal with the closest, closest loss this, this week. 226.45 to 217. You should be super stoked with this victory here, Daniel. Oh, so, so stoked. I have been picking against myself this whole time because I'm just not sure how it's going. But getting A.J. Brown back was a huge difference. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay actually doing well is starting to pick up my team. Five victories in a row. I, I couldn't ever imagine that. I'm so excited. Well, it's not something a fantasy manager should do is draft their hometown team and draft <laughs> a lot of them. But you are doing really well because the, the Buccaneers are definitely carrying you to victory. So congratulations on that. That's right. First place, baby. Yeah, congratulations on that. In our next battle, Yankee Raiders puts up the highest score of the week with 264.5 points and earns himself the bronze star for the biggest blowout of margin of victory of 160. 64 points. That's just insane. Raj, also known as Mr. Irrelevant in our league, has been the victim of the biggest blowouts two weeks running, which means that he gets the cannon fodder. He also gets manager MIA for not giving a crap about his team for the last three weeks. Yeah, this is definitely rough to watch. I really hit this manager's falling asleep on the job for sure. Yep. I mean, it was a great win for Yankee Raiders for, for Martin's team. He put up the highest points. He did spectacular. No matter who he played, he was going to win this week. But 164 to 100 points with five players with zeros, you know, it just kind of, it's a little frustrating. For, for us that want to keep leagues competitive. And for those of you out there who are listening to this podcast, if you join a season-long league, you should at least participate. If you're having difficulties, reach out to your commissioner or commissioners and talk it out. At this point, we have a nine-team league, and that's just really disappointing because, you know, somebody gets a bye week every week, but if that team has an epic week and somebody loses to that team that everybody else is beating, it kind of skews the results a little bit. Um, in our league, this kind of lack of participation or communication will get you kicked mid-season or at the end of the season, depending on, on what efforts are put in. But, uh, 
yeah, it's it's just disappointing. It it kills the dynamic of a league. It, it this team actually could have won two weeks ago by swapping two of the players from his bench, and he gave a win to another team that maybe would not have deserved that win. So it definitely changes a league's dynamics. Yep. And our final battle of the week: can't cut the custard. Fights to stay out of last place with a victory over Stonewall. Your face. 251.05 to 186.05. Andy wins with a 65-point 60, victory over Ali. What a fight to not want to be the Golden Princess again. Big victory here, Andy. Big victory. I think his third, uh, second highest point total led by Russell Wilson. I mean, epic. Russell Wilson is, I think, the MVP frontrunner. He's just playing outstanding this year. It's been insane. So good. Yeah. And we all passed up on him. So. Yeah, that's right. Buffalo yeah. defense, 49 points. Buddha Baker has been amazing. 11 solo tackles, 44 points. Oof. I mean, this guy's killing it. Yeah, absolutely. And he would have had a pick six if it wasn't for DK Metcalf. What a play. Oh, that guy's not human. <laughs> that oh, guy's man. not human. Yeah, the rundown, 22 points. Five, six miles an hour to catch him, they said. That's just insane. All right. That wraps up our battles of the week. Uh, next up is our treasure hunter of the week. This week, it's can't cut the custard for finding the Buffalo defense on the waiver wire and using that 48 points to help in his victory. I mean, stream defenses playing the Jets. Awesome. Yeah. Great, great selection here. So and congratulations on Treasure Hunter of the Week. Um, honorable mentions do go to Lincoln's Renegades for playing Joe Burrow, 42 points. This was a, a huge game for the rookie, and he capitalized on those points on his for his victory over Uterus S. Grant. So congratulations. Very good mention. That, that gave him the victory, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, and now it's time for our week eight battles, and that means it's our pick 'em time. So let's pick 'em. Last week, we both went three and two again. Let's see how we do this week. <laughs> Our first match of the week is uh, SC Slave Runners versus Union Ambush. Uh, I think this is going to be a close one. I just think without McCaffrey uh, and and Union Ambush are just are getting healthy, and so if Michael Thomas plays and he gets a couple other players back, I think he could pull it off. So I'm going to go Union Ambush. I'm coming for a revenge game here. Uh, he beat me without McCaffrey. I'm going to come at him again for this, and I'm going to try and take a victory. So we at least go one and one in our division this year. I can't go 0 2 against someone. So I got to take myself here. Feeling positive. All right. That's going to be a good one to watch. Yeah. Our next battle Stonewall Your Face versus Three Sheets to the Wind. Rough one for Stonewall Your Face here. I mean, it looks like he's got the projected points, but I still am going to lean two, three sheets to the wind myself, I think. Your brother's team has just been playing really well. He's firing on all cylinders. I agree. I think his team is just overproducing consistently. And uh, he's got a couple waiver wire items to fix up this week. And if he fills those spots, there's definitely a chance he could take it well. Yeah, definitely. All right. Our next matchup, 
your matchup. The Boston Teabaggers play Uterus S. Grant. This, this is Game of the Week. What would you say? Another game with Uterus S. Grant named as Game of the Week. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Go figure. I am so scared. Oh, man, I'm so scared. Yeah, five win streak could come to a halt here. So I uh, know. I mean, I, I want to pick you because you're loaded with Buccaneers, and picking you means the Buccaneers are going to win. But I still think she's got a very solid team. She's not far off of just a few waivers, and I don't think it's something that anyone's going to stop her from getting. So I'm going to lean Uterus as Grant here. Yeah, I think that uh, same. She's got a couple positions to fill. And she was first place last week. I am first place this week. She's third now. Um, and, and that would bring me back to the pack because right now I'm ahead by one game over everyone. So ooh, close one. But I am going to stick with my winning formula and pick against myself. I am going with Uterus S. Grant <laughs> because so far I've picked against myself every time that I've won this season. So I am hoping that that good juju continues. Yeah, yeah. Pick against yourself and hope to keep winning. I like it. It's a good formula. That's right. Our next matchup will be Can't Cut the Custard versus Yankee Raiders. Uh, I just, I honestly think that Yankee Raiders are just going to possibly get the Bronze Star again this next week. Uh, Can't Cut the Custard has some some issues that they're dealing with right now, and, and Yankee Raiders are rolling. Yeah, his team's really firing here, and I think Yankee Raiders is going to take another victory. So I think you're right, but uh, this is this will be a good matchup to watch. This will definitely be a good game. Absolutely. And our last matchup of the week are Lincoln's Renegades versus Rogers Hard War. And what can you say other than you might as well pick Lincoln's Renegades because Rogers Hard War is non-existent anyways. Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to say I'm leaning in the favor of Lincoln's Renegades more and more each of these weeks, I have to pick him here because, let's be honest, it's Rogers Hard War and he's not even playing. So, yep. Yeah. Oof. Tune in next council meeting for a recap of next week's battles. Also, it's that time again for another power rankings. Who will be the Purple Heart? Who will be the Bronze Star? And who will be our manager MIA? Right into the show at ffwc23 at gmail.com. And remember, as always, stay vigilant, soldiers. Ron Burgundy that. <clears throat> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.